Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ball Girls. I'm Haley. I'm Jordan. Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. Uh, we got to start out this pod by saying rest in peace to a legend, Jerry Stiller, Mr. Costanza. And uh, Carrie's dad on King of Queens. Yeah. Miss you. Hope you're resting in Del Boca Vista. Hope they have room for you up there. Literally, my dad and my stepmom call their apartment Del Boca Vista because my dad loves Seinfeld. And so I always think of him when I think of Del Boca Vista because it's the scene from Seinfeld when Jerry's parents are like, there's no room in Del Boca Vista. <laughs> so RIP to a legend. Honestly. But I mean, some stuff has happened in the world of sports. Thank goodness. A lot has happened in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's been some, a long week. Some good, some bad. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the good stuff first. Good news is always better news. So, Jord, our resident baseball professional, will start that off. All right, so last week we ended the podcast on the question of what outcome do you think would be best for the MLB this year, doing the Arizona Hub, uh, Arizona, Texas, Florida. Well, it doesn't matter what anyone said because they just didn't do that. Nope, they said screw y'all. They said, oh, you, you got a poll? I think not. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, the MLB is meeting today with the MLBPA and they're coming up with a whole set of rules. They're going to release them tomorrow, um, but they're projecting that it's going to be an 80 game season starting in July doing spring training 2.0, so that'll be something. Um, yeah. The setup will be that they're facing teams that are in their own, like they're keeping the same divisions and everything like that, but they're just going to be playing, obviously, their division rivals and then whoever's geographically around them. So, okay. for instance, you'll see, like, the Jays are going to be playing, like, the Braves, which they weren't even supposed to this year, which is cool. Yeah. So I think that's going to be fun to watch. Um they are, yeah, they're doing expanded rosters, expanded postseason. They're going from a 10-team postseason to 14, so seven from each, from national and American. Um, how it's set up is kind of confusing. <laughs> and it's funny because, do you know what the guy's name is of The Bachelor who came out with the comment that they need to mic up players? Oh, um, wasn't that Mike Fleiss or whatever, the producer? Something. Yeah. yeah, producer Mike Fleiss, who's an idiot and like cheated on his wife, but that's another <laughs> more tea in this episode. <laughs> more tea than we thought, but yeah, no, I think it was the producer Mike Fleiss. Well, it's funny because now they're doing kind of like a reality TV show kind of thing, which is not like mic'd up. I don't know if they're getting people mic'd up, but they're basically having like the first, like the team ranked the best is getting a buy. So, for instance, we'll use the Dodgers, okay. and then Braves and Cardinals would be next. So and then they would, there's four wild cards and oh, they, okay. they get to pick though. Like for instance, the Braves would pick first on like the bottom three wild card teams. Oh. And then Cardinals would pick from the bottom, like the two left. And then whoever's not picked from the two remaining wild cards would then play the top ranked wild card. Oh, okay. Kind of confusing. But that is a little confusing. I'm still it, a little. Confused. I literally I had to draw it out. That's why I keep looking down because I had to physically draw it out to make sense of it. Yeah, no, that's weird that they get to pick, too, because then it's also, like, obviously they're going to pick the bottom feeder teams, you would think, but yeah. I don't know. It'll be something, honestly. Uh, I've seen a lot of people online saying, like, after I asked that, people are like, if it's not this, we don't want baseball back, might as well not bring it back. It's just, like, don't be greedy. Oh, I know. It's the same with, like, the Stanley Cup coming back and having, like, maybe a 24-team playoff, and yeah. people are like, I don't want it. It's like... Okay, beggars can't be choosers. I'm sorry. Do you want it or not? Like, like, we either get baseball or we don't. I would rather have baseball in any sort of form. I don't care if it's literally they just pick the top two teams and they're like, hey, World Series. Like, I would be like, all right, I'm down. Like, I just want sports back. I don't care how it's going to come. It doesn't mean that it's going to remain like this after. No. It's like. God, no. It's like a one-year shift and then next year it'll go back to normal. Like. With this, though, they were projecting, I think it was 2021 or 2022, that they were going to try this playoff format. They mentioned it, but it's not guaranteed that it's like that exactly. They're meeting today, and then we'll find out tomorrow. So. Yeah, but even still, if they get to test it out this year instead of next year, then they can figure out if they like it or not. And exactly. if they're going to stick to that, because think, like, and there's been other sports, like, having shifts and stuff like that. Like, the All-Star game, how they've changed the All-Star game format and how they changed the overtime format and things like that. Like, changes what? are going to happen in sport regardless, so. Yeah. 
they're also thinking National League to implement the DH rule. So that's yeah. fun. I like that a lot. Yeah. A lot of people are on the fence, like if they like it or not. Maybe I mean, like sorry, you go well, I was just going to say, I know, like, my dad's a big baseball guy. Like, growing up, he always said that he liked not having a designated hitter only because then if your pitcher is being a douchebag and just, like, trying to hit you, then when he goes up to bat, it's like, all right, buddy, like, remember all the things you put me through, like, it's coming for you. So it kind of takes that element away. But other than that, like, at least you're not risking getting your pitcher hurt or anything like that. No, exactly. And, like, I grew up watching the Jays, so I'm already used to seeing a DH hitter coming in. Right. I mean, like, I like it. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, But yeah, there's like two big issues, though, that they're talking about today to resolve. So first off is, sorry, so obviously revenue. Yeah. Where's it at? Um, You're not going to be, like, you can start the season off and like, yeah, you'll have like local, like you'll have TV deals and stuff like that. But you're not going to have, like, income from, like, food and beverage and, like, gate sales and all that stuff. Well, literally think, like, even if nobody were to buy merch or something, even tickets, like, baseball stadiums hold how many fans? Like, the Rogers Center holds, what, like, 50,000 people? Sure, not every game's sold out, but, like, when you have three games a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you're getting, like, 30,000 each game, like, and think, baseball's one of the sports where there's no salary cap. Yeah. Players get paid so much money you're going to be losing money because you have to pay your players and not make a cent back from it. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, in March, they got together and resolved this whole thing with how they're going to do pay. But but then all Corona happened. um, They have to kind of redo it again because they had settled rates. And obviously there was a player agent. I forget his name. I'm doing great today. (laughs) He basically was like, okay, we already resolved like the rates and we settled them. Like we don't want to do it again, but unprecedented you're gonna have to do it kind of thing which sucks yeah and I think because obviously nobody even to this day nobody knows what's going on but at first people thought by May people would be back in stadiums watching baseball so yeah they were like sure we'll take a little in April like yeah (laughs) like people thought yeah we'll take a pay cut for the end of spring training and you know opening day in the first month of baseball and then we'll be back to normal by May it's like now maybe you'll get into stadiums by July with no fans so you're not going to be able to pay. The league will go bankrupt easily if that's your paying players their, what, $20 million salary for the year? Like, there's no way. Exactly. And, um, well, to, they're talking today, and I think they're going to do 48% the players are going to get now from revenue, okay. which is they've never had before. The ML, no, the NBA doesn't, the NFL doesn't. Their players receive revenue percentage or something like that I'm not good at math so this is very hard for me no it's neither am I oh my god but yeah they're gonna deal with that today and then there's this obviously the second issue of like health concerns because it is a pandemic let's not forget of course people on my Instagram who keep hanging out still and I know well now like some of my friends down south who are living in like Georgia and Texas they've opened things again I'm like seeing people go to their nail salon I'm like yeah. <laughs> pardon me literally and so they're going to be doing day, month daily test so imagine a daily test for a whole month well originally it would be 26 man roster now it could be 30 with the whole dh stuff right the rosters but 30 and then times like 30 days and then 30 teams that's like 20 25 000. what is that math you're gonna <laughs> I mean, it'd be like 900-something tests or something like that. I don't know. 9,000? I think it's 25,000 tests just for that month, just for players, not including, like, coaches or anyone. Okay, if there's 30 guys on a team, yeah, times 30, 30 teams. teams times 30 – oh, I forgot 30 the 30 days part. How was that? So it was like 900. Yeah, 27,000 tests. Yeah. Like, just with not trainers, not coaches, not, like, who's going to no. be these players. So it's kind of – how can they afford to do that when we're behind already? Just as like a society, like I've, people are behind on testing. So how are you going to just push aside that many tests for the MLB? Well, exactly. And that's the thing with the pandemic. It sucks, but it's true. Like you think of Rudy Gobert and Spider Mitchell and all that, who literally got tested like as soon as they had symptoms because the leagues have money. Whereas other people, the numbers that are skewed, skewed because people haven't been tested. 
Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there's, you know, whatever, like 50,000 confirmed cases in Ontario, sure. But how many people have been tested? Like, there's probably people out there who have it and haven't been tested. And that's the problem. And especially when there's all this asymptomatic stuff, like, that's the problem with flattening the curve. So, like, it's good. It's good in the sense that they're getting tested because then you know if players have it, they'll just be, like, shunned away and not infect the other players. But also, it's like the everyday human doesn't have that privilege. So, when are you going to be able to get fans back into the stadiums, which is one of the biggest problems? And, like, like another problem is what if a player does end up contracting covid then what do you do so they have to have this whole plan in for that yeah and it's like what if what if he's asymptomatic so he doesn't get tested until the last guy and then he infects other people you know what i mean like you know how that culture is like guys are constantly high-fiving hugging i mean girls do it too in sports i don't know why it's worded it like that but it's just like you know if your boy scores a home run obviously you're gonna go attack him at home plate like that's 100 percent yeah and you all come together in a dugout too, so. Yeah, there's definitely going to have to be changes put in place. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. I haven't watched any of the K baseball that's been happening yet. I haven't um, been weird times that I'm just, I'm going to bed. I think at like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the time change, I think it's on like very early in the morning. So I haven't watched it yet. I know they're bringing back K-League soccer too. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see how they're doing it because they've, flattened their curve to the best of my knowledge they kind of you know they were the first people to have it in like January so now they're kind of over it but it'll be interesting to see I mean obviously people are constantly working on vaccines and things like that too so hopefully something comes out but then it's like everyone's gonna have to get the vaccine and that's a whole other thing I and mean also is there side effects of the vaccine it's gonna be so quickly ruled out how are you gonna know right like there's just so many unknowns that all we can hope for is that you know, at least we have some sort of sport. We can't complain, but it's trial and error. No, exactly. Do you see that article? I, where was it on that everyone's making fun of right now on Twitter? It's like, what we realized during the pandemic, we need less sports. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was like, excuse me? Pardon me? Not only did he hit like a geographic for like baseball fans, like football, no, like he hit every fan of any sport, any player of every sport. Like, Right? Like, excuse you. You know, I literally didn't see one positive response to it. <laughs> I seen something. It was like, the world needs more actual journalists. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, tea. <laughs> but yeah, and then, okay, so we'll go back. Uh, so now the MLB draft is supposed to be June 10th. I look like Ed from 90 Day. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're my best view. <laughs> Rose. Does that mean I love you? Nah. <laughs> Both of them last night. Um, but yeah, no, so most likely, okay, so drafts June 10th. They're going from 40 rounds to five. And people were pissed. They're like, that's like quite literally a thousand players who won't get drafted, pretty exactly. much. And then um, the MILB, they're not, they're not going to have a season, most likely. There is no way. Like AHL today was just. Yep. So. Well, because think they're already like not poorly funded but like people don't go watch those games so like they basically run off the coattails of the major league teams Mm -hmm. and the major league teams know that so if they're losing money it's like we barely have enough to play our all-stars there's no way some random guy playing for the Dunedin Blue Jays is getting paid sorry it is what it is like the pay is like right like the top tier like the most they can get paid I think was like nine thousand I know it's brutal. It like it kind of makes you think of how much athletes sacrifice sometimes to follow their dreams because yeah, people put hockey <laughs> literally being a woman. So woman. Literally when you're a two-time gold medal Olympian but you have to have a day job because nobody pays you. Tea. <laughs> like but even like even for men, like yeah, sure the top athletes in the world are making hundreds of millions, but if you're not that level and you're trying to make it, like you're barely on a living wage. I make more money selling alcohol to people. Like, just put that into perspective. Somebody who has athletic talent gets paid less than I do to scan bottles and ask for air miles. Like, even just think about how, like, how bad that is, considering they have, like, have, what, like, strict workout plans, strict nutrition, strict, like, all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, especially as an athlete, imagine having to go 
to your day job, nine to five, and then go work out at night, never see your family, have to follow these strict routines to make minimal money just to have a sliver of chance to achieve your dreams. Like Exactly. So yeah, no, that's yeah, their pay is poo-poo. Um yeah. to put it nicely. Um they're and cutting never- down, but right before I think COVID they were saying that they wanted to cut down on, so they only want triple A. I have it here. Triple A, double A, high A, low A. So they're getting rid of the short season uh, league. So for instance, that would be the Vancouver Canadians. You interviewed them in Florida, right? I was supposed to. We didn't get to. Oh. But I was supposed to. I did research on them. So um, Parker Karasi, Karachi, if you ever need questions asked, um, I have 10 written. I got an A <laughs> on my assignment. So I'm here. I'm here to chat. Girl up. She got questions. Call me. <laughs> I love SEC baseball. Hottie toddy. Go Ole Miss. But yeah, no, we were supposed to. But then there was also some like weird stuff going on with the team anyway. So then we were just like. Well, that's probably it. Because it was yeah. because of COVID, right? Yeah. 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 So we didn't actually end up getting to talk to them, but yeah. Bye-bye. See y'all. Well, yeah, look, they're kind of cutting down. So obviously then teams are going to be having from five teams to four minor league affiliates. So then that's, I think I've seen basically going down from 160 to 120. So that's a lot. Yeah. High bajin. Um, I think what else I was going to say here. Yeah. Okay. Also these clubs. They're not like they have no money basically. They don't get money straight from MLB. I don't believe like they don't get the money like from TV deals and all that stuff. They oh. have to go get sponsorships. No, no, so, no. When I said like they ride the coattails, I mean like in the sense that like I think the Yankees yeah. would give their team money, but like MLB does not. Yeah, no, exactly. So um, yeah, I should probably look into that more. Um, but again, like I said, I don't understand money. So well, I look like I have my BBA degree. No. <laughs> Oh, that's why we're on a podcast. Literally, we cannot do math. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they don't get the money from that. They still have to do upkeeping of their facilities. So they're losing money. Um, okay. They're going to have to refund sponsorship money unless they can carry it over to the next year. If that happens. Yeah. They're losing a crap ton of money, basically. And uh, yeah, so I think like overall right now, like, because I haven't seen many people talking about the minor league, but uh, a lot of players are going to be dealt with, like, deciding do they want to actually continue with baseball or are they going to have to go, like, do something more practical, I guess, and, like, get a job or go to school. Yeah, or even, like, move. Like, moving to another country to try and play because they can make money there. Like, it's – I don't think people understand the implications that this has. Like, they're just, like – oh no hockey oh no baseball but it's like there's so many levels to it the amount of minor leagues and farting teams that are gonna suffer from this Mm -hmm. is gonna ripple into future years whereas like yeah the MLB has more than enough money to sustain you know one year of no fans but the minor league teams like this is gonna affect them for much longer yeah and it's sad because like you don't hear much about it in the news because everyone wants actual like not actual but like they want the major leagues back they want well yeah they want you know what I mean so you're not hearing about the lower grade no and it's it's sad too because they're probably the people who need like they need the money the most so for them to be you know they already have tried to figure out a life living on like nine thousand dollars a year so yeah yeah, basically that's it with baseball. Um, we'll find out tomorrow what's happening. We're gonna yeah. try to release this episode before that comes out. So yes, <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this. Today. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so um, that's it for baseball right now. But we have more pressing issues because, as you guys know, obviously we started this podcast because we're women in sports, and lately there's been some headlines about women being treated very poorly by men in sports. We're back! <laughs> we're back! Yeah, um, Jord, I mean, you've got the tea on this subject. Tea oh. time. Tea, 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 tea. Um, <laughs> well, basically, what I'm sure everyone knows. Literally everyone knows, but... Like, even, you know, Sabrina, my friend, who knows nothing about sports, messaged me. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Um, but yeah, no, group chat. I think there was 
how many are there? Yeah, 10 guys in a group chat, all hockey players. No freaking surprise on that. Mm-hmm. Um, making jabs at girls' appearances, uh, making jabs at uh, their own teammates. Well, not that only one of them was actually successful, I'm pretty sure, to make an NHL game, even. Yeah, but like pregnant women, I'm sorry. Did you all forget that your mothers had to be pregnant to have you guys? Literally. And then racial slur, people were like, oh, like what they said wasn't so bad. I'm like, there was literally a comment about being a fat native pig. So. Yeah, like, um, pardon me? Oh, my God. And then, uh. Yeah, no, talking about other players, talking about using drugs. Not using drugs. I literally sound like a 40-year-old mom. Using drugs. Do you think it's cool to do alcohol? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, where do we begin with this whole situation? Um, I mean, the whole thing was disgusting. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from it is that he's sorry that he got caught. He's not yeah. sorry that he did it. Not sorry that he couldn't write his own apology. Yeah, um, it literally looked like a grocery list. I'm sorry, anything written on the notes app, I just can't take seriously. Like, that's literally where I write down what I owe my mom when I've used her credit card. So, like, for you to put an apology on there, that's not acceptable in the slightest. On notes, like, just go on a camera and record it and put it on there. Right? Do your little stand-up. If you actually were sorry, you would do that. But you don't, like, you're not. No, and, like think it's not like a one-time thing not that that makes it better like all the instances of men using homophobic slurs or racial slurs or misogynistic slurs one time it still doesn't make it right but this was an ongoing group chat there were tens of hundreds of messages about this like that's not a one-time slip up like i'm sorry i said this like that's just who you are as a person exactly and then people are like oh that's hockey culture boys will be boys i'm like that's like, just because it's hockey culture doesn't mean it's right. No, and, like, it happens in every sport, and there's two takeaways from that. First of all, I hate the good old boys club. Like, I'm so tired of just the boys will be boys. They always get forgiven for everything they do because that's just how boys are. Like, it's disgusting, and I'm so over it. But also, like, I hate the people who are like, well, that didn't happen when I played hockey. That didn't happen when I played football. Like, okay, I'm white. I've never experienced racism. That means racism doesn't exist. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, just because nobody has been on your team calling women fat native pigs doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Like, yeah, yeah, we're, there's the not all men or not all hockey players. Yeah, but like most of them, really, like most of them. Most, yeah. And it's like, obviously we're not saying all hockey players are like that, no. but it, it okay. hockey is the most recent, like not most recent, the most common sport that this has happened, like any t- type of like kind of fight against diversity Absolutely. within the NHL, like well, just a month you. ago, oh God, Keon, what was this in Keon Miller? Keon, yeah, for the Rangers, Islanders, Rangers. one New York team. Rangers, yeah. And and, like, obviously, it wasn't the – well, actually, we don't know at this point because it was anonymous fans in a group chat yeah. saying, like, dropping N-bombs. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. It's definitely – hockey is definitely one of these sports where they're so not inclusive and it's so toxic. And, like, yes, it happens in every sport, but especially here in Canada because most boys play hockey and they want to fit in. So, you know, people worry. Like, I know my best friend's – boyfriend his little brother plays hockey he got drafted to the Pete's and he was kind of worried because he's like he's such a good kid I don't want him to turn into that like douchebag hockey boy because they all turn into that because they want to fit in you know if you're if your bro is talking to six women and treating them all like garbage you know that's the cool thing to do so I'm gonna do the same like exactly and um I was gonna jump on saying something that okay no so because I said on Twitter I was like this is like an NHL issue like it is a hundred percent like there's no denying it. First off, when you, also this kind of goes with people saying, well, it was against his privacy on the guys in the group chat privacy. Once you say something, like, especially online, even if it's in a group chat, like, just the fact that you're saying it, you should know that that's going to be a repercussion that can come back to you. Yeah. It's talking to you. If I say something, I'm not guaranteed 100% you won't tell someone because what I said was shitty. Yeah, exactly. Like, of course you have that level of trust with your best friends, but you never know. Like, exactly. you never know if somebody's going to hack your Instagram and, you know, see us sending big Ed memes. Like, that's, it is what it is. 
But yeah, it's just no matter what you say, yeah, we all say things sometimes that are mean and rude, but like that was literally every message he ever sent. Like, yeah, a lot of people saying, well, he shouldn't have lost his job. When you sign those contracts, player contracts, it is in there that you're representing that organization. Do you think they're going to keep a guy that has made, first off, comments against other players because they know that's going to be an issue on the ice in the locker room? Mm-hmm. They know that, first off, insulting women. Yeah. The majority of NHL fans are women, so clearly they're pissed, and they can see that on Twitter. And then the Rachel, 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 <laughs> the Rachel slur, uh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I miss Mr. Feminine! Just like, yeah. you have three things right there, like, oh, like, I wouldn't lose my job over there. Like, you probably would, yeah, 100%. When I was an intern at MLNC, like, I had to sign off saying that I represent the company. Even though it's four months, I still represent the company. Absolutely. Think of all the kids who have done stupid things online and posted, like, that one recent one where that white couple decided to, like, say the N-word and, like, what what were they doing? I can't remember. Like, I was disgusted watching the TikToks. Oh, the girl and the cup and the pouring the water thing? Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, it was so disgusting. Have they both lost their university acceptances? It's like, yeah, because life, life has repercussions. You can't just be a terrible person and just, like, continue living your life unproblematically like no you are problematic exactly and then like all like when you're representing the organization you're also well not to be rude but i don't think anyone's looking up to lepstrick as a role model before this happened um but like (laughs) kids are looking up to these players no yeah absolutely like you're teaching kids basically not teaching but you know what i mean no, of course. And like, I think of players like Jonathan Taves or Sidney Crosby who conduct themselves so well mm-hmm. and are literally never in drama and they are two of the best players in the league. They yeah. will be on their respective teams forever because they're franchise players and they're never in drama because they're good people. Yeah. It's not that hard. People are like, well, like your favorite player could be behind closed doors. For instance, look at Sidney Crosby, how long he's been part of the NHL. Nothing's come not out. One. Not so one. Thing. I think we're fine. <laughs> He's just out there playing hockey with people from Africa instead, literally using his free time to go donate equipment to those teams. Yeah, terrible guy. Awful guy at the worst. Oh, my God. But, but then, like, um, oh, you go. I was just going to say, it also kind of brings up the question, though, because like you said, like the Caps, obviously, he lost his job. But you kind of have to think, he was also like a fourth line grinder like he was not a top player at all think of if this happened to like someone like Ovi which it would never because he's also amazing love him he's so funny but you know if this were to happen to a top player would they have the same kind of recommendation and like well like the repercussions well I also think that well not to say that they wouldn't do that but for instance, I would hope they would but well Lepsik he's what like fourth liner like you said He's up. You can clearly see he's upset about that by how he's dragging Connor McDavid, Tom Wilson, uh, Jake Furtanen. He's dragging a bunch of these guys. Like you can clearly tell he's pissed off. Oh, like the worst group actually to hang out with or something like that. Like, like you're clearly mad at yourself. Yeah, like you guys like Ovi and Sidney Crosby. They're not gonna be mad at themselves. No, because they, like I said, they don't a get caught up in this drama because they're not stupid. First of all, I would love to believe that they're nice guys, and I think they are. But also, even if they're not nice guys, they're not stupid enough to be slandering other people on the internet when they have little job security. Like, obviously, somebody like Sidney Crosby and Ovi don't have little job security. But, like, as a fourth liner, you really should be, like, the best person trying to prove yourself to a team. Not out here being the most terrible person and then being like, oh, well, all these other guys. Like, shut up. And then following that, his brother got cut from, was it University of Manitoba? Manitoba. Yeah. And then, yeah. I feel bad for the parents only in this situation. Because imagine, like, spending so much time and money getting your two boys to be on the university hockey team and the NHL. How much time, and money, you how much time and money you would have spent as parents just for the two of them to be garbage people and lose both their spots. Like, mm- my mom would just like cut my body up into pieces and throw me in a river because she would be like, you know what? But you know what? I, she wouldn't actually. I love you, Jenny. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Bleeding Mother's Day. But no. All the milfs out there. <laughs> but think, like your parents put so much time, effort, and energy into making you into the people you are. And that's how you represent your parents. Like they're probably so disappointed. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, 
like I mentioned before, like, is this an NHL issue? But think about it. You have, like I said, these, these players are role models for the next generation to come in. The next generation to come in, like, this starts at the grassroots level. They see that these guys are acting like that. You're going to have, like, 13, 14-year-olds talking horribly. Like, my little cousin plays hockey, and just since he started hockey, completely changed, like, how he talks and everything. Like, exactly. Yeah, but we have to put him in his place a lot. Yeah, and, like, think of how that affects women. Like, the self-esteem issues you go through because, you know, you go after these hockey boys when you're in high school and they treat you like garbage. And it's like, you don't know how to form a healthy relationship because that's how you think women should be treated. And that's not the case at all. Exactly. It's just, like, definitely something has to happen. Not even just, like, with how you treat women and how you treat other people and obviously how you treat other people. But I mean, like, for instance, just a few months ago, the whole Bill Peters and Mike Babcock incident came out with coaches, like, doing, like, I'm pretty sure Bill Peters, he was, wasn't it a racist comment he made? I think so. I can't remember it off the top of my head. We'll fact check that at the end and add it in. My brain is jello. But uh, Babcock pulling in Marner and, like, the whole Kadri situation, like, it's just toxic, you know what I mean? Like, putting them against each other. Then you have the yeah. whole Gary, you people thing. Also, just a few months ago. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, it's sad because it's how these people's brains are wired. Like, you would like to think everyone's parents. And it's not the parents' problem because I've seen parenting where they're amazing parents and the people just still turn out to be garbage people. Yeah. But, you know, like, that's who they are as people. Like, it's not just a slip-up where you say something. I know me. Like, I used to say terrible words not like n-word caliber but like the r-word or like calling things gay when you were like in middle school which is not acceptable in the slightest and it's like yeah everyone did it's like no and people still say it to this day and i'm like no i have reworded my vocabulary so that it doesn't include any of those words because they're disgusting and unacceptable yeah when i was 12 i didn't know that but literally by age 14 i had realized that that's unacceptable and cut that out of my vocabulary so you being 25 and saying these things is absolutely unacceptable like, yeah, you would think by now that you would know at that age that you could right and wrong. Yeah, like, if, like, if that has to be training in the NHL to teach that, then do it. Like, yeah, put the money through to say that treating women like garbage is unacceptable, being racist is unacceptable, being homophobic is unacceptable. Like, just be good people, just play hockey. Like, at the end of the day, you literally are just being paid to entertain other people. You are a circus clown, okay? Yeah. So go perform. Dance monkey. Let's go. <laughs> Brandon Prust and him are dancing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> dance monkey. The most respectful people. Oh my god. Brandon Prust was just as bad as well. I'm like, first of all, oh, I already did not like him because no. of hockey facts. <laughs> I love that we're one brain. So yeah, I am obsessed with hockey wives. Like I've seen every episode, but he treated MP like garbage. And again, she put up with it. Like, girl, you are gorgeous. You are bilingual, first of all. I would just talk smack about him in French. Is a good trade, like, doing fashion? Yeah, she, she had, like, a glasses line with bum look at one point. Like, she's, like, so talented. And she was putting up with this garbage man. I'm like, for what? For what? At cost? At what cost? <laughs> Seriously, though. Like, I was, like, I couldn't understand. And I get it because I've been there. Like, we've all been there. You know, you're, like, talking to an athlete and you're, like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm going to be an NHL wife. Like, Like, I get it. But it's also, like, I watched her be treated like garbage by him. And then, like, he proposed and she forgave every bad thing he did. I was, like, sis. Obviously. Obviously, red flags. Pardon? I was just going to say red flags are just flags when you're wearing rose colored glasses and that's what she was doing. But like, Oh my God. And, uh, talking about wives, Earl Thomas. Oh, that, that's something. I mean, like, obviously he was in the wrong, but she took it a little too far. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, so I've seen different stories though online, which is kind of nuts. Like different, well, obviously TMZ, you're not going to trust that one. <laughs> no, but, never. Like, read other articles and they're saying like she found him on snapchat she showed up something i seen all over twitter that he was in the same bed with his brother and a girl i seen that one i yeah. seen them in separate beds i see like i've seen so many different like stories the story is not great. no i mean obviously the one constant in every story is like she found him on snapchat she showed up to the place and she had a gun yeah and apparently so she said that she took the magazine out of the gun 
But then apparently there's a photo where the safety's off the gun and it's to his head or like around his head. And she's got her finger on the trigger. Yeah, I heard that too. I mean, we don't have enough information on that story, but also that's another thing I feel is prominent in like athlete culture is like all this cheating. Like literally nobody is faithful. safe. (laughs) Literally no one's safe. And that's the problem. It's like women, honestly, like if they're dedicated to a man, they'll go through a lot. They'll go through the misogyny and be treated like garbage, like MP, just for at the end of the day and not to work out because like, and yeah, obviously you can find other men, but as I said, as I literally just said, sometimes when you're like in love, you have the blinders on, like you don't understand what's going on in the real world. But like women who are tied to athletes as girlfriends or fiancés or wives, like they get dragged through the dirt. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, no, you can it all the time. Yeah, all the time. Even now, there was just one that came out that apparently LeBron was cheating with like some 22 year old model or something like that. No, <laughs> I don't want to believe it. I love Bron. I love Bronny. I think he's a great dad. I don't. I don't want to believe it. Obviously, everyone's gonna come for people like him, like the big names people want to come for. But yeah. like, yeah, it just. I don't know. It's it's like an accepted culture though. That's the thing you hear with the stories. Especially, I find in Canada, when girls are, like, girlfriends of hockey players, they get cheated on all the time, but, like, they put up with it because they're dating a hockey player. So, yeah. it's women, too. It's not just the men's fault. Oh, like, 100%. like, if somebody's cheating on you, don't stay with him. You would think that's, like, common sense. Yeah. But they they just, again, have the blinders on, and they're like, well, he's going to make it to the NHL. And it's like, he literally is playing in the USHL for the next six years, and you're going to go put up with being cheated on for him to make $10,000 a year. Awesome. You do that. That's your prerogative, but... Well, even think about, like, uh, Earl, his, her name Nina, his wife? I think it's Nina, yeah. But, like, instead of going and showing up with a gun, if he wasn't an NFL player, she would not have been doing that. No. God, no. But she wanted to scare him. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Into, like, staying with her. And they have three kids. Like, here's the thing. So, obviously what she did was not, like, no. Not acceptable in the slightest. It's just a no. (laughs) And also, he's cheating and you have three kids. It's not like he's just cheating and he's your boyfriend or, like, newly married. No, you have three children with that man and his DNA. Yeah. It, like, obviously, like, I'm just really weird. Like, I'm no I agree I know the point you're trying to make it's like you know if your boyfriend cheats on you it's like okay screw you I'm leaving but like you have a family with this man and this is the kind of behavior you're putting up with and it's toxic from both sides because your husband's cheating on you but you're also like threatening to murder him like what is going on here it's a 1999 kind of TLC song that happened (laughs) no scrubs (laughs) literally no scrubs but instead of just driving by (laughs) size she took a gun and went to the airbnb yeah it's just it's sad because you hear about like so many instances of this happening and it but nothing changes exactly nothing it's always gonna go on but at least like obviously the whole cheating thing that'll go on whatever yeah unfortunately stuff in a group chat that will that can be stopped (laughs) yeah hopefully hopefully i i definitely feel like it could stop but, you know, my faith in humanity has been low since, again, people on Snapchat are <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, it's just frustrating because it's like, you know, like I said, you would like to think we're all raised as good people, but it's going to continue. And you would think people literally losing their jobs they've worked their entire lives for would be enough to see that this is unacceptable, but it keeps happening. Like, you see people who, even like huge celebrities who people find their old tumblers or tweets and expose them. Was it and then Camila Cabello, yeah, she apparently was, like, super racist, and I'm like, you're literally representing, like, the Latina community, and you're choosing to be racist when you know you're representing an oppressed minority. Literally. Pardon me? It's just, it's nuts, and, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could go on about this forever, because the treatment of women is disgusting, the racism is disgusting, but it's a systematic change. It's not, like, you know, him losing his spot on the caps suddenly no male is ever gonna treat a woman like garbage again like that's a like i'm shocked that nhl did that to be totally honest but like i said it's because he was a fourth liner anyways you have to look at it as if somebody who was on the first line and is your top goal scorer does this does the same thing happen yeah unfortunately probably not well think about austin matthews with the whole incident with the was it the mooning 
he moved him? Like, I still don't understand that whole, like... I don't even know what happened still, to be honest. I think he mooned a woman, which obviously she did not ask for, so he sexually harassed her with his bum. But what do you... Did he even get in trouble for that? No, uh, I don't think so. I th- did it get dismissed? I think it got dismissed. And that's the thing, too. Obviously, like, you can see both sides. Like, not that I'm ever defending survivors and i will always believe survivors but you think of like the duke lacrosse scandal where they were like no we didn't do anything we didn't do anything we didn't do anything and then it came out that they didn't do anything but they all lost their scholarships anyways and things like that and you hear about a lot of those cases where the women don't speak up and it's like but then you see obviously the larry nassar case and it's like you literally have 18 women saying that this happened you better frame believe them yeah but yeah it's just it's really hard i think to try and uh, balance how it would be if it was an actual good player because are you going to dismiss that player in the name of humanity or just kind of push it under the rug and say don't do it again we're watching I, this whole situation definitely sets an example which I think that could, that, that's a main takeaway that like what he said was awful but like hopefully by the grace of god that actually shakes Thank the living shit out of other guys that could be doing the same thing and they stop and realize yeah like it's not okay these are real people's lives you're talking about these are they wonder why women have so many self-esteem issues well look at that like you're getting roasted in a group chat by six men who you don't know exactly and it's funny that one girl nicole i think they talked about her the most yeah i feel like this is just my take obviously i don't know this because apparently they grew up together i honestly just believe that like she rejected him and he never got over it because he's like, I'm a hockey player. You can't reject me. And like, we've all dealt with that. Like a guy is like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I'm like, sorry, I'm not interested. They're like, you're ugly and fat. I'm like, you're just in love with me five seconds ago, sweetie. So like, like, oh God, no, I started following her on Instagram. I think like a month or so before, like ago. Before this Uh, all happened. Yeah, exactly. And like, I followed her, and I love the scene, because, like, you could see that she's grown from, like, she had, I'm pretty sure she had body dysphoria, dysmorphia dysphoria. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> had tortoise. <laughs> it's okay, she's trying her best. Each week, we're trying more and more. It's okay, I've had, like, verbal diarrhea this episode. Like, I hope people don't, I say things, and they're like, what? I promise I'm a good person. I just don't know how to form a thought properly. Exactly. And like, I followed Nicole for a while and um, like, I used to, like, I see her photos. I absolutely love it because I'm like similar. Like even a few years ago, I lost a bunch of weight because I like worked out, but then I didn't realize until now looking back, like how small I was and like, I was barely eating. I was working out like for two hours a day, every single day. No, I was the same way. I lost like 40 pounds in like six months, which is not healthy in the slightest. And I would literally eat like half a cup of ground turkey and carrots for dinner. I was like, am I a horse? (laughs) 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 But like, it's not healthy. And then you gain the weight back and then you feel like garbage about yourself because you're like, I was so thin. How could I gain all this weight back? Because you weren't eating. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's that's the kind of self-esteem issues that come from men constantly telling women they're fat and they're disgusting and they're not worth anything. And it's just multiplied worse, I think, with athletes because they have this status where so many women are seeking them. And yeah, yeah obviously, it must suck as a guy who makes money to have to judge whether somebody genuinely likes you or they just want you for that status and mm-hmm. money. I can totally understand that. But I'm sorry, like, you're a fourth-line grinder. Nobody's really seeking after you. Just, like, be a better person. Yeah. Do you remember, okay, ending off on like a funny note, do you remember the whole Justin Bieber drama with the girls? Like, he's my baby daddy. Oh my god, yeah. Back in like 2011. Yeah, and he was what at that time? Like 17, 18? What is he? In, he's a 94. 94, so he would have been the years old me and I was in grade 9. So, okay. 17? <laughs> Whatever came of that? Like, didn't the, did the girl have the baby and it wasn't his or? I think so. She already had the baby, I'm pretty sure, when the whole thing came out. I can't remember. I was too busy, like, inside of Harry Styles' rectum. Like, I I can't. Nothing's <laughs> fine, I'm torn. Literally me. All of their, um, were the kids in America when I used to watch all their X Factor performances? Who am I? <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> this has just turned into a One Direction podcast. Literally. That's why my bio is part-time sporty journalist gal, full-time One Direction fan account, because that's me. I'm it's seriously, <laughs> when I get paid on Thursday, I'm straight up about to drop like $200 on like Harry Styles merch. And I'm not sorry about it. That. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just love him. I love one man. I'll take Niall. Actually, I would take either Harry or Niall. You know, I'm for the girls. I would do either Ni- one. Niall is so like underrated. I mean, I would take either one. <laughs> but no, Niall is so underrated. Like, him with the brown hair and, like, his new album. Like, he he had a glow up post One Direction. He used to be, like, my third or fourth. He's number two now. Like Liam was my number one. But then he was dating Danielle Pizer. And I was like, I respect that. I'm going to choose a new favorite. <laughs> as if I had a chance. And <laughs> really, Danielle, I respect you so much. I actually wanted them to be together so bad when they broke up. I was, like, so heartbroken about it. Exactly. I know. And then Louis and Eleanor, like, what the hell is happening? They're still together. Wait, Louis and Eleanor got back together? Oh, yeah. Literally, one of the songs on his new album is about how he used to, like, like sneak into her dorm room when he was in one direction just to like hang out with her it's I love them I'm rooting so hard for them like I love them so much <laughs> right and then Zane's apparently gonna be a dad so so that's three members of one direction who are gonna be dads slash our dads I, I know Liam's baby's fake but that's just me I don't think Liam's is I think Louis is isn't it Liam's the one that they, no one they don't post any photos of no that's Louis no it's Liam it's Bear no, but Liam, but Liam, like, knew he was, like, Cheryl Cole's, like, him and Cheryl Cole was together, and then they had a baby and whatever. Lou is the one who had a baby with this Brianna woman, and then, like, never talked about him for a while. What's his name? It's not Archie. I want to call oh, him Archie. Oh, it's Ar- <laughs> Me Googling Louis Tomlinson baby name. <laughs> no, Louis. He's the one, though, that, like, people didn't know if it was actually his kid or not. He's Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. I thought there was a whole thing, like, everyone was just saying, though, because I'm pretty sure Liam's, like, photos he posted were from Google. Oh, yeah, I did see that, too. But I feel like Cheryl Cole posts about him a lot. I don't know. The people who are here for sports are like, what's going on right now? Literally. This is going to happen a lot. (laughs) This is going to happen a lot, so get used to it. We literally spent too long of our lives being fangirls. All right. Yeah, that's it for today's episode. Not too, too long. We always say that and then talk for like an hour. Classic us, but. It's gone for like a day, so. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week. So our rundown edits. I mean, I think everything I said was somewhat factually correct other than my verbal diarrhea, which happened when I was trying to explain how when you're like 12 things are okay to say but not when you're 25 it's not okay when you're like 13 you basically say them once somebody tells you they're wrong and then you should never say it again that's that but that's the only edit I have I'm sorry I can't form a thought properly (laughs) um I have two so my first one I'm doing great today um first one we were actually talking about the health concerns with the MLB I wanted to just reiterate that Toronto facilities practice facilities have opened up as of today I believe it was yeah I think OVO opened today or on the weekend yeah and so the rest are following suit I think it's just by how their respective leagues though want to go about the whole rules and everything yeah still nothing though about the Jays like how that's going to work since they are the only team that's going to be outside of the states that would have to like if a team comes here they're going to have to isolate for 14 days before they play that doesn't really add up yeah no it definitely is a tricky thing or like are the Jays just never going to play home games and only be on the road the whole time like Uh, who knows I've seen that they could play at other uh, other teams home parks they mentioned Dunedin but then the whole geographic thing kind of gets thrown off there yeah yeah so we'll see about that. And then my second edit was about the Bill Peters incident. I was trying to remember his name, Akeem Alou. The whole oh, yeah, yes. Do you know exactly? There was allegations of racism, right? But do you know exactly what happened? Um, I can't remember. I remember reading about it. I love having a pee break. Um. It's so, like I'm reading an article from TSN and all I see is it's like the n-word slashed out seven times. Jesus um, Christ. I think there was something about a wasn't there something about a bus too? Is that the same player? He was talking about like on his bus they shoved him in. 
Oh, probably. I mean, like, another problem with hockey is, like, hazing culture. That's a whole other thing. Like, I remember – or not even just hockey. I think it happens in football, too. Whatever it was, um, Bob McKenzie's son, did he play hockey or football? And he was getting hazed, and he got, like, sodomized? Oh, Sure. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. I could go on about that forever as well. Like hazing. Next week we'll talk about that then. <laughs> hazing is just nasty, but yeah, yeah. So there was oh, it was the whole AHL thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, when he was the Rockford Ice Hogs head coach, claims of verbal abuse, Akeem Alou, um, and then another player said stuff the next day. Michael Jordan. How many Michael Jordans are there in this world? Michael True. B. Jordan. There's Michael Jordan from, I love Ohio Creed. State, from the Ohio State University. Michael, Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is my number one, but. So take in real quick. When I did my internship with MLSC, when I went in for my, I don't know if it was my interview or my first day, but uh, my boss, Winston, he was saying that Michael B. Jordan was just there the, the week before for the Creed 2 premiere. And I was like, no, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't remember exactly what happened. Basically, he said just, like, they treated people of color like garbage, I think. And that's why there's, like, I, can I even count on one hand the amount of players of color in the NHL? Like P.K. Subban. Yeah, P.K. Subban. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> Evander Kane. Oh, yeah, true. Um, NHL players of color. <laughs> Sad that I have to look that up. No, who am I thinking of? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my gosh. He is on Calgary. No, New Jersey, New Jersey. There was a guy in New Jersey. Clearly, my hockey knowledge is out the window. Same. I'm like, hockey, don't know her. I gave up once I stopped playing hockey at that rate. I just, yeah, I don't know. But regardless, I think the whole story was that basically the players of color got treated like garbage even more than. Yeah. Like, he was like just like a very verbal coach, but. Yeah, that was a really sad note to end off on, though, so. Something happy we can, um, do we sing it off the podcast? <laughs> what are we saying? What's our song of choice today? Well, I have my Elton John book beside me. You want to sing Elton John? Well, the closer, tiny What's the Christmas one? I love his Christmas song. And then Christmas, egg on the But it's, I don't think Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. Renegade? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who watches this because we're so annoying. I'm glad you put up with us. <laughs> for us. All right. But thanks for tuning in. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> oh, God.